Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith to Live By, where each week I help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective. I'm Pam Christian, the researcher, writer, producer, and host of this podcast with the assignment from God to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and experience all the hope truth provides. Use of the word hope in that context really needs to be understood. Biblical hope is a confident certainty of God's promises for future events. It is this kind of hope, this kind of confidence, that makes God's people bold and courageous in the midst of adversity. It is knowing that as we embrace each present day, eventually God's promises are realized and what we confidently held hope for in the future becomes the present. With this episode of Faith to Live By, as I share part two of my interview with Clay Clark, where he wants us to expand our biblical knowledge, I want to impart to you both biblical knowledge and biblical hope. I want to review some prophecies that have become our present reality so we can grow in our knowledge about prophecy, allowing our hope to be realized. First, I actually interviewed Clay Clark for this specific episode on September 11th, 2023. Because of other pressing current events, it became necessary that this pre-recorded interview would run October 4th and October 11th, obviously after the month of September. Considering prophecy, you might recall me sharing that I believed June, July, and August would be the months of serious preparation for events that will unfold in September and continue through the end of the year. I also shared my interest in the fact that the three highest holy days of the Jewish faith all began in the month of September this year, which doesn't happen every year. Many trusted prophets also felt keenly impressed about the month of September. God has been instructing us to be aware that a great shaking is coming and to be prepared. God always provides warnings through prophecy so that those who truly want to be rightly aligned with God can be prepared and therefore protected by God. I've been sharing this with you, and you'll hear Clay mention intrigue about September in the interview, too. Prophets are used by God to expose the plans of the enemy, so God's people gain advanced knowledge, allowing them to prepare and partner with God to speak His words over all situations and activate. God's promised victory. Dutch Sheets addressed this in his October 4th Give Him 15 post. You'll find a link to that in the show notes. We actually need to look back at events that took place in September that clearly revealed the enemy's evil plans for the horrendous war and atrocities that are taking place right now in Israel. Did you know on September 11th, Biden struck a deal with Iran to swap prisoners and release $6 billion in frozen funds? This was in addition to the Biden's horrible exit of Afghanistan, leaving military weapons in excess of $7 billion on top of the $11.6 billion of equipment the U.S. gave the Afghan National Defense and Security Forces from 2005 to August 2021. The equipment included aircraft, air-to-ground munitions, military vehicles, weapons, communications equipment, and other materials as reported by the Department of Defense. The terrorist groups of Iran acquired everything they needed to attack Israel from the deep state government of the United States. In the same way, we must make distinction between Iran's terrorists and the innocent civilians. Let's hope Israel makes distinctions between our rogue cabal government and Americans who are truly friends of Israel. When I named my interviews with Clay Clark, 
be on high alert in October? (laughs) I didn't know just how prophetic that would be. I encourage you to watch Tim Sheets' prophecy about God's plans for October. You'll find a link in the show notes. God has repeatedly said he would take us through a time of great shaking that will lead us to his reset of all things, which Tim addresses. Additionally, on Monday, October 9th, Amanda Grace posted an urgent prophetic insight message specific to what's going on in Israel. She reviewed many prophecies she's given over the years where God warned us about conflict in the Middle East and identified parties who would be involved. Amanda also referenced Old Testament scriptures to reveal the expected pattern for the conflict in Israel and led us in a very powerful prayer for the people. If you didn't see her video, I urge you to watch it. Again, the link is in the show notes. Also, on October 9th, Steve Schultz interviewed Robin Bullock with a prophetic update concerning Israel. Make a point of watching this video, too, because we need to know what God is saying to his people today. One of the significant instructions God spoke through this was for us to pray for President Netanyahu's complete safety, wisdom from God to see his will done in Israel, and for us to decree and declare the words of God spoken through his modern-day prophets and as written in the Bible. Prophecy rarely unfolds in the ways we expect, which is why so many people claim specific prophecies to be failures. Regarding the potential harm from the October 4th and 11th emergency broadcast system or emergency alert system testing, which I shared with you last week, I did not promote any prophecy about these events. Mostly because so-called prophecy circulating was not from trusted, established prophets, however, Based on human reasoning, I did share I would be taking precautions with my cell phone on the 4th and also again today, the 11th. My decision was based on the press release from the FCC dated August 23, 2023, where they stated they would be doing a national test of the emergency alert system on the 4th with October the 11th as their backup date. I also cited a press release about the testing of the EAS in Puerto Rico. It was curious to learn that the FEMA FCC emergency alert system test was scheduled for the same day as the Russians tested their emergency alert system. It was also curious because of the lack of EAS warning at the time of the recent Maui fire. You know, at this point, I simply don't trust any aspect of our federal government. After October 4th, when there was no apparent foul play as a result of the testing, I saw several people using social media mocking people who had shared concern over the potential of the results of the EAS testing. In response, I posted that I would not be shamed for being among those who took precautions. God has been providing extensive prophecies through trusted prophets, telling us to be prepared for all sorts of evil. Obeying God in times of uncertainty is essential, and I will always share with family, friends, and all my listening audience to do everything possible to first obey God and second, to be safe instead of sorry. I said last week, since we live in times of intentional deception and censorship of truth, we must be very cautious. While we can't believe everything we hear, neither should we bury our heads in the sand and pretend like there is no evil at all. I also clearly stated that based on reports from Dr. Jane Ruby, Kent Lewis, Todd Callender, and others, I would take precautions with my cell phone on the 4th. I also stated I refuse to be among those who garner fear because God has revealed he will protect his obedient children. Common sense is just as helpful as prophecy when it comes to obeying God. 
God has provided ample warnings through various prophecies with instructions for his people to prepare and obey. With that in mind, I took precautions last week, just as I will do today, the 11th, when this podcast first posts. I now have a Faraday bag that I'll place my cell phone in for the hours of 2.20 Eastern Standard Time for longer than their estimated 30-minute time of testing, just to be sure. Faraday bags shield devices that utilize cell frequencies from outside signals to prevent data from being altered, deleted, or added to a device. In addition, Faraday bags can be used to block radiation, remain off the grid, or when used with smart keys, can protect against car theft. If you don't have a Faraday bag, you can wrap your phone in crumpled aluminum foil, place two layers of the foil around the phone, and then place the whole phone wrapped in foil inside a microwave oven. Do this for the hours of the testing. If you want to shop for a Faraday bag, I recommend you use my Amazon affiliate link, which you'll find in the show notes. So, in keeping with the focus of this podcast to consider current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective, here's part two of my interview with Clay Clark. One thing that's great about the Reawakened Tour is, you know, to my right, I'll have a guy like General Flynn, I'll have Mike Lindell, I'll have Cash Patel, these people that really know geopolitical issues. But then to my left, I'll have pastors that they have no idea what's going on geopolitically, but they really know the Bible. And when these two start to talk, these two camps, when the politicians and the pastors start to talk, they always go, what did the Bible just say? And the pastor will say, uh, well, the Bible says when the Euphrates River dries up, Revelation 16, that's when you're going to see the false prophet show up. Mm-hmm. And then the non-biblical people will say, isn't Yuval Noah Harari referred to as the prophet? And they'll start talking. And they'll go, really? You mean the advisor that's praised by Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, MIT, Stanford, Harvard? They actually call this guy the prophet? And when did he show up? And they'll go, oh, he showed up when the Euphrates River dried up. And so you're starting to see a convergence of those two. Right. Now we move on to uh, point number 76 here. The Mark of the Beast. Mark of the Beast. Uh, Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. Now, if you everybody goes to Google right now and you do a search for MIT Quantum Dot, look it up, folks. The MIT Quantum Dot is a technology made by MIT that stores your medical and financial records under your skin. Now, you might be saying, well, that doesn't matter. That's just a, that might be some stuff. So we like to say, oh, that's just conspiracy stuff. But no, MIT's developed the Quantum Dot that stores your medical and financial records under your skin. Now, MIT's also developed CBDCs. And you start to say, what? Yeah. So, you know, the central bank digital currencies that you're starting to hear more about on the nightly news, Mm -hmm. that technology was developed by MIT, the same MIT that developed the quantum dot. And now you go, oh, wait a minute. This is getting a little weird. And then you start to say, well, what's the name of the technology that powers the central bank digital currencies? Oh, that's called the quantum dot. What? It's called quant.network. Folks, that's the website, quant.network. Network. So you go, wait a minute. Quantum Dot is made by MIT, and the name of the new uh, technology that powers CBDC makes it possible for the Mark of the Beast, Pamela, to happen. And that, to me, is mind-boggling and too over-the-target to be easily dismissed. And that's why Joe Rogan, on his podcast the other day, on his podcast, the largest podcast in the world, and why he read it was one of his guests was talking about, hey, have you heard about this technology that makes it where you can't buy or sell. And Joe Rogan says, yeah, isn't that called the mark of the beast? And the guest says, yeah, it it is. And then Joe says, we should probably read it. And so on the air, 
the largest podcast in the world. Joe Rogan read The Mark of the Beast, the book of Revelation. And I want people to hear this because this is some powerful stuff here. Um, so I'm just going to play a little excerpt of it. because I, I edited it, so there's no foul language, I believe. So let me hit play real quick here. One day in the future, everything will be traceable. That's right. And yeah. that's, you know, this is where I get, this is where being raised an Episcopalian. In the book of Revelations, it's gonna as a Christian, you're gonna read it. This is where I get scared because it's too similar to the mark of the beast. It's too similar to exactly what it says. You won't be able to trade, you won't be able to do anything unless you have the mark, unless you bear the mark. So what is that 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 in that term in the how is that described? How is the mark of the beast described in the Bible? We should read it. Because I think you're on to something. We're now officially podcasting. This is it. We're opening up the book of Revelations. <laughs> yeah. The mark of the beast. It's like you can't do anything. You can't sell. You can't. If you don't take the mark, you're. I mean, that's that's that. Like if you remove the ability to trade currency in a private way. Yeah. You now can you, you are now controlled. You are now monitored. That's mm-hmm. like or. Then I saw another beast rising out of the earth. It had two horns like a lamb, and it spoke like a dragon. And again, these guys are, this is a secular, the world's largest podcast, and they, on their show, not on your show, not on my show, they are reading the mark of the beast on their show. And the reason why they're doing it, again, the context, is that they were discussing there's a technology coming that will make it impossible to buy or sell without the technology being under your skin. And they, Joe says, we should probably read it. So I just want to be clear. You have a secular foul mouthed comic by the name of Duncan Trussell. Right. On a podcast with a podcaster, Joe Rogan, who curses constantly, who openly says he's not a Christian. And they're talking about the mark of the beast. And Pamela, I mean, God said in Mark chapter 13, Matthew chapter 24, and Luke chapter 21, that this gospel will be preached in all the world, and then shall the income. And I don't know a faster way to reach the world, Pamela, than to have secular podcasters be unable to describe the technology in any other way than by calling it the mark of the beast. And you know what else was very interesting is that the guest, uh, Duncan Trussell, I believe you said his name was, mentioned that he was raised Episcopalian. So those seeds of truth about what's going to happen in the end times have been in him for all these years. And as he's seeing current events take place, now he's starting to connect the dots. I love the phrase you said, those seeds. I just, I love that idea for the parents out there. You, we say as parents, you know, what, what's the role of a parent? Our job is to raise our kids to know the Lord. So when they grow older, they won't depart from their faith. Mm-hmm. And that is such a, a, a task to do. But again, you're supposed to raise up your children so they won't depart from the faith. And that, that's our job. Yesterday, Laura Trump came to Tulsa, Oklahoma with Cash Patel to speak at the church I go to and uh, met this lady, wonderful lady. Uh, I've known her forever. But I've known her since I was 18 years old. And her husband passed away. And uh, the kids are now fighting with each other over the inheritance. Like it's a next level legal battle. She said, I'm so sad that that happened, you know? And I said, hey, don't beat yourself up. I said, I think America, though, we we teach we're supposed to leave our kids an inheritance. I believe we're supposed to give, leave our kids an inheritance in the Lord, like an eternal yeah. kingdom kind of thing. So Proverbs 22, 6 says, 
Train up a child in the way he should go. So when he is old, he will not depart from it. Yeah. And I just think it's really, really important that we as parents dial in on that. You know, a lot of parents, we're gone all the time. We're not spending time with our kids so that we can leave our kids a lake house and leave them a boathouse and leave them a, you know, leave them a jet ski and give them a business. They can, you know, but where are we teaching them the faith? I, I, I hope we are. Getting back to a point that you made earlier about how people are so absorbed with themselves, and we have that with the selfies. It's just another example of how parents are modeling for their children. You talked about 43-year-old men and women oh, yeah. taking selfies. You know, We are modeling, unfortunately, for our children the ways that will lead to their destruction. Yeah. So let's get to some of the other points that you have on your. Yeah. And well, I want to give people some encouragement here. I mean, a lot of people, uh, we need some little encouragement. So this mark of the beast might be kind of heavy. Let's continue. First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 16 through 17. This is written by God. Okay. It says here, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and shall remain, that, that's us, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And I just think if you if we haven't read First Thessalonians chapter 4, you could look at this and go, this is so depressing. This is a negative show. Uh, but if you look at the fact that God himself is showing that we're getting kind of near the return of the Lord here. You know, we're, we're getting to a place where it's really hard to refute uh, the, the profundity biblically of the things that are happening, we need to know that our hope comes from the Lord. You know, when you're looking for where else do you look, look up. When you see corruption, medical fraud, election fraud, religious fraud, where do you look for hope? Look up. Um, you know, I see um, so many people that are depressed and looking down to the ground because they can't find a high integrity judge to see their case. They can't find a high integrity medical system. They can't find a high integrity uh, member of a local elected official. They can't see there's a medical fraud, there's election fraud, there's religious fraud, there's monetary fraud, and they can't seem to find high integrity people. And I just tell people, we got to, we got to look up. Okay. Because I, I really do believe we're getting into sort of like the fourth quarter of the timeline that, that God uh, laid out for us in the Bible. And people forget this, but 27% of the Bible is prophetic and 73% of the Bible is historical. So we move on to Euphrates, the Euphrates River. Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 through 16 reads, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, that the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. What? For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Folks, the Euphrates River is drying up. And guess what? The false prophet, Yuval Noah Harari, he has showed up. So we move on and we say, well, how? I mean, what else do you know here? Okay, well, Microsoft has filed for a patent that many people now know about. Many people also don't. A patent with a publication number W02020. 060606. And this has the mechanical ability to fulfill the mark of the beast. And the patent number is W020200600606. Other examples, the World Economic Forum, their logo is 666. CERN's logo is 666. The Google Chrome computer, their logo is 666. The Google Chrome, folks, Google, you know, the search engine everyone uses. Their logo is 666, and you start to see the word Corona. It equals 666. Just go to DuckDuckGo or Google and type in Corona 666. You'll see that the word Corona 
equals 666. Specifically, C is a 3, O is a 15, R is an 18, O is a 15, N is a 14, A is a 1, alphabetically speaking. The word corona is 666. The World Wide Web in Hebrew, W equals 6. So the World Wide Web is 666, WW666. The legislation they're writing to force us to put the shots in our body is HR666 and HR6666. The, the legislation that would legalize thought crime and force us to put the shots in our body is H.R. 666 and H.R. 6 I can't make these things up. And I have 77 examples that people need to know. But I'll tell you this on a bigger, bigger note here, bigger idea is we're going to take the Reawaken America tour into uh, uh, into in October to Miami. Uh, Miami, Florida, to the Trump Doral, the Trump Hotel uh, and Resort there. It's it's a golf course, beautiful facility, and it's in October. And when people come to these events, they always tell me, Clay, I have never heard any of this stuff. You guys have pastors up there. A 30-year speakers are pastors, and I had no idea. I know we had some election fraud going on. I just came to see Eric Trump or Mike Lindell or Don Jr. or or, you know, Cash Patel or Owen Schroer, some some big name that they came to see. They came to see Jim Brewer or Roseanne or whoever the, you know, the, the big name is they wanted to see. And they tell me all the time, they go, I had no idea this stuff was in the Bible. And so we have 77 confirmed speakers. Uh, you can name your price. People always say, well, the reason why Clay's doing this is to make a lot of money. Uh, no, I actually have found a great way to, to lose a lot of money quickly. So you can name your price. You can pay whatever price you want to pay. And uh, you're going to have about 3,000 patriots in attendance. Devin Nunes will be there. President Trump's lead attorney, Alina Haba, she'll be there. Uh, Pastor Greg Locke will be there. Um, Amanda Grace will be there. And some people, you are gonna, you're going to hear, and you're going to go, I disagree with your theological take on what's happening. And that's good. That means you know the Bible. And some of you might say, oh, he's 100% spot on. But you need to bring your Bible to this event. And you need to bring your notepad so you can take notes and really get into the Word of God. And again, you can get those tickets at timetofreeamerica.com. It's a two-day event. Uh, you can name your price. And then we have coming up in December, uh, December. Uh, this will be in Tulare, which is just outside of Fresno, December 15th and 16th. And the mainstream media does constant hit pieces on the event because they can't have people like President Donald J. Trump and Eric Trump and Cash Patel. They can't have that group of people getting together with pastors. They cannot do that because once we have a group of people uh, trying to save our nation that fear only God, it makes it very, very difficult to stop us because people like you and your great show there, Pamela, you fear only God. And so you've been covering the news for a long, long time and an occasional hit piece or a negative word about you. It doesn't deter you because you're not trying to do your show to get ratings and to impress people. You're trying to reach the lost and share the gospel with people. And that's the kind of conviction you're starting to hear now from Roger Stone and Eric Trump. It's incredible to watch Trump's inner circle become unapologetic uh, evangelists. I mean, Roger Stone has become like an all-out evangelist. It's, it's just exciting to see it. Absolutely. You know, Clay, for the longest time, and at least all of my life, perhaps all of yours, the mantra was, don't ever discuss religion or politics, and that the church is supposed to be separate from the state. And in that cloak of darkness, in that deception is where the most evil has been done against the people. And the fact that you have started the Reawaken America tour and other truthers like myself have been digging to find truth and bridging that gap between religion and politics, people are finally waking up. They are. And, you know, and I, I grew up where I was taught that idea that you're not supposed to 
um, mixed religion and politics. And I would argue you have no religion without politics. I mean, if you don't have the First Amendment right to peaceably assemble, you don't have church, you know? And so then you start to think of stuff like, okay, so let's do another example. If you go to timetofreeamerica.com, you can see all this. You know, Joe Biden, he decides he wants to cut Israel into, into half. And the Bible talks about you, you really don't want to be cutting Israel in half, okay? That's not, a, that's not a pro tip, okay? So Biden suggests, he states, it is time, he calls this the Jerusalem Declaration. He says we need to cut Israel into two parts. And he says this 666 days after Trump signed the Abraham Accords. Wow. Why would he do that? The United Nations, they have, they have a statue in front of the United Nations right now called the Guardian of Nations statue. And the Guardian of Nations statue fulfills Revelation 13 too. Think about this. Why would the statue in front of the United Nations look exactly like Revelation 13 too? Think about this, folks. Why is it that the United Nations are constantly preaching for peace? They're calling for peace, peace, peace. And then you have the World Health Organization preaching for safety. Now, the Bible told us, what? Yes, the Bible said, this is in the Bible, folks, 1 Thessalonians 5, 3. It says, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. Folks, Peace is being preached by who? The United Nations, who are, who are seeking to take our sovereignty. And safety is being preached by who? The World Health Organization. And guess what they're looking to do? Take our sovereignty. Peace and safety. You couldn't have it more in your face. I mean, it is happening there. You know, the Bible talks about hyperinflation. What? Revelation chapter 6, 6 reads, And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts say, A measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny, and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. Folks, Revelation 6.6 6 is about inflation, hyperinflation. So you can't talk about religion without politics, and you can't talk about politics without religion. And I uh, uh, never had any aspirations to be uh, political. I, I would describe myself as a struggling evangelist right now. I'm just trying to get wonderful people like yourself on stage um, I'm trying to get wonderful people like yourself a media booth so that you can interact with Eric Trump and Cash Patel and General Flynn. And I'm trying to get so I'm trying to connect you as an influencer to those people. I'm trying to connect the people like Eric Trump, Cash Patel, General Flynn to, to yourself. And I'm trying to connect the attendees to the broadcasters and to the speakers. And that's what we're trying to do because God told us in Hebrews 10, 25, do not forsake the gathering, even as we draw closer to the end, Hebrews 10, 25. And I believe that Hebrews 10, 25 cannot be temporarily suspended because of a pandemic. And as we head back into mask season and lockdown season, you're already seeing the mask mandates and lockdown conversations happening. Um, we really, really need to understand the Bible right now. Absolutely. And Clay, you're doing an excellent job to help us do that and to spur us into doing more of it. It's something that we all need to be doing more of. Thank you so much. I'll look forward to having you back on the program. Yeah. You know what? I, every day, I mean this every day, I'm, I've gotten to a point in my life now where every day I think, okay, this might be the day that that God returns. And I know it's not maybe a lighthearted statement. I want this. I want to read this to people, and I'll let you hang up on me. But it says the Bible says this is the day that the Lord that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad. And so let's just really think through that for a second. This is a Psalm one eighteen twenty four. It says this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. I would say that we are about ready for Christ's return. A lot of people are starting to tell me, Clay, where's the hope? 
I see election fraud and medical fraud and religious fraud. And I, I just, I don't see a lot of hope. And I tell people, Hey, this is the day that the Lord has made. We should rejoice and be glad in it. That's a big thing. Then, then you, I, they say, well, where's the hope? First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 16 through 17. And they go, what are you doing? What are you and your wife doing to prepare? I said, just trying to make sure I'm right with God, make sure my kids are right with God. Um, and they go, do you really think God's coming back soon? I'm going, Hey, Mark chapter 13, Luke chapter 21, Matthew chapter 24. They weren't written to scare us. They were written to prepare us. And I believe that we are seeing all of these things come to pass. So that that's kind of my my mission right now. And I encourage everybody, come join the Reawakened America Tour, Pamela, at time to freeamerica.com. Thanks so much, Clay. You're the best. Have a great day. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. I love how earnestly Clay encourages us to read and study the Bible with the idea of being ready to meet God. So what do you think? Is Noah Yuval Harari the false prophet mentioned in the Bible? Clearly, we have the technology for administering a system under the skin that will determine if we can buy or sell, but are these really the final days? Is this war in Israel a sign of Gog and Magog like so many people are stating? I've shared several times I think we are living in a foreshadow of the last days intended by God to expose the extensive depths of evil to cause people to wake up and choose to be aligned with Him. I believe we are living in days of God's grace, wanting everyone who belongs to Him to make their confession of faith. I'm expecting a great harvest of souls, a mighty revival that will restore the church, or better stated, the Ecclesia, to her victorious condition before Christ returns. What I've learned from the Jewish calendar and traditional Jewish beliefs further convinces me Christ's return is not yet, which I explained in my recent blog post. Subscribers to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter recently received the September-October edition, and I want to thank Mary Ann, Terry, Carol, and Sue to let me know how my recent blog struck them about the end times. You know, the Bible is clear. Not even Jesus knows the date and time of his return. So I live as if today could be my last day on earth, and I encourage others to do likewise. And uh, since I am one who suffered sudden cardiac arrest, who died and experienced what I call the threshold of heaven, take it from me, who was clearly revived from death, None of us know when we will take our last breath and find ourselves face to face with God and His final judgment over us. My testimony of this dramatic event in my life is powerful. In fact, it saved the physical lives of many people for simply hearing my story and knowing to get help. You'll find a link to my story of surviving sudden cardiac arrest in the show notes. Okay, that concludes today's podcast. I have not planned the focus for next week's podcast because there's so many things that are taking place at this time, but you can count on me to help us explore current events from a biblical and prophetic perspective. So we, as God's children, know how God wants us to respond. Remember, do not give in to fear. God has told us he would be taking us through a time of great and terrible shaking for the purpose of exposing all manner of evil so he can bring us into a time of his great reset. Let us heed God's prophecies to be prepared so that no matter what we experience, we maintain the confident hope for our future. Pray for Israel to prevail swiftly. Pray for the protection of President Netanyahu and for God's people everywhere to rise up and use the weapons of warfare we have in obedience to God 
in partnership with God to stop the advancement of evil. If you like what you hear from me with this podcast, I highly recommend my book series, my award-winning blog, connecting with me on social media where I cover many more topics than I can with this weekly podcast, and consider signing up for my certificate course in apologetics. My aim with that course is to help people learn how to not only use apologetics to share truth with others, but help Christian leaders incorporate apologetics in their respective ministries so more Christians are confident about sharing their faith. Learn more about my online apologetics course using the link in the show notes. Should you have a topic you want me to explore with this podcast, simply let me know. Again, my email address is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If this podcast blesses you, and I certainly hope it does because you are the reason I work as hard as I do, would you consider partnering with me in my vision? You know my whole goal is to help people discover and live in life-giving truth and to experience all the hope truth provides. You can, and I hope you do personally, share truth with others on your own. But have you thought about how many more people you could reach by partnering with me? Help me grow this podcast, get my books into more people's hands, and talk me up to others to get me more speaking engagements and increase this podcast audience. Then together, as partners, we will be making a much greater impact than we can on our own. There are several ways you can choose to partner with me. Certainly, telling others about me and my ministry, along with prayer, is top of the list. There is nothing as powerful as personal endorsements or word-of-mouth referrals. Buying my books and products is another way. All of my books in the Faith to Live By series were written to help people better understand the Christian faith and how to successfully live it out. The first book is Examine Your Faith, Finding Truth in a World of Lies. The second, Renew Your Hope, Remedy for Personal Breakthroughs. And the third is Revive Your Life, Rest for Your Anxious Heart. There are two more in the series about the end times. The first one is Prepare for the Harvest, Confidence in God's End-Time Promises, written for Christians to properly understand God's plans for His people during the end times. And the other is Prepare for the Harvest, God's Challenge to the Church Today. It's written to help church leadership be ready in every way possible for the long-prophesied billion-soul harvest. Visit my website and get any or all of these books with a deep 20% discount by using the word TRUTH at checkout. I also welcome donations, but for now, they're not tax deductible. However, I'm working on that, so listen in the weeks to come and you'll learn more about how you can support me through donations that will be tax deductible. Supporting the businesses I feature as affiliate partners is yet another way you can partner with me. I seek to find affiliates who can offer you goods and services you need, and I have some very exciting money-saving America First goods and services you will not want to miss out on. Newest to my affiliate list is a company I'm exceedingly excited to introduce you to. If you're like me, you're tired of paying very high prices for cable television, and you've been waiting to find just the right company who shares your values to replace your cable service. Well, I found it. It's called Q Streaming. They provide over 3,000 channels, including live TV with local stations from across the United States, U.S. networks, sports networks, movie networks, and pay-per-view events. You get all that for about half of what most cable companies charge, and there's no contract, just a monthly subscription. Using the link in the show notes, go and look around and sign up to start viewing the programs you like for a fraction of what you're paying now. All while supporting a Christian-owned and operated company that exclusively uses word-of-mouth advertising so as not to spend money on commercial advertisement that supports the woke movement. And don't forget, when it comes to your health, I also have affiliate partners Mfinity and Dr. Zelenko's Z-Stack Supplements, 
You can learn more on the affiliates page and the information in the show notes. Also, there's Operation Tomahawk, which Scott McKay started. It's a subscription program that allows you to get your household and personal care items from a company that is American-owned and operated, because we don't want to support the deep state. And regarding your finances, I want you to know about Dr. Kirk Elliott. He's a personal wealth advisor who offers free consultations to understand your financial goals and help you reach them. When you purchase my books, products, or services, or products and services from any of my affiliates, you get something you want, and at the same time, you support me. It's truly a benefit for all of us. So why not shop for yourself or to get gifts for friends and family? Your support is greatly appreciated. All affiliate partners' information is in the show notes, and I have a dedicated web page where you can learn even more, and you can hear the interviews I've conducted in the vetting process. Of course, you need to do your own due diligence to make your own decisions what to purchase. But to help you, I am researching companies and interviewing their representatives and using their products or services myself to provide you a personal recommendation. There's a link to all the interviews in the show notes. I sincerely hope you appreciate my dedication to you through these podcasts. Let me know how this podcast impacts you and what you're now doing in response to the equipping you've received through me. Again, my email is faithtoliveby at pamelachristianministries.com. If you like the content and resource material I bring with this podcast, you'll find much more by connecting with me through my blog. In fact, my blog has been awarded two unsolicited awards for Christian content. And I'm very active on social media. I can actually cover more on social media than I can with this weekly podcast. And to receive even more, please be sure to check out my dedicated podcast listeners page called Beyond the Podcast. Here's where we can connect exclusively, and you can download complimentary devotionals, resources, and more. And on that page, I also ask you to help me learn more about what you want by completing the form visible once you scroll down the page. And I would especially appreciate you subscribing to my complimentary bi-monthly e-newsletter. As a new subscriber, you can choose one of three gifts I offer in appreciation for your subscription. Subscribing will make you a preferred member where you will receive special announcements and offers not available to others. Depending upon where you listen to my podcast, if you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, Spotify, Google, or wherever these features are available. A review helps the show reach more people, it helps spread the gospel, and helps people learn how to better apply their Christian faith. I hope you'll join me next week and tell your friends and family to listen right here on Faith to Live By, where we learn how to gain spiritual victory over life's issues. Until next week, I'm Pam Christian, asking you to remember... Christ died for us, the least we can do is live for Him.